welcome to the North Portland Mexican show tonight here in North Portland. We're just hanging out, chilling. Myself, my young, cool, young history, and my boy, Cruz the Bull. We out here, man. How's it going, everybody? Yep, we got we out here just hanging out, chilling. You know, we just came up with a, you know, we just been getting some pretty cool uh, feedback from folks that they've been enjoying uh, our guests and talks and a whole aspect, you know, this is, it's still growing, you know, it's not like we just snapped our fingers and decided to do this, you know, this took a little bit of time, and it just, it just took the right time and the right content, and, you know, during this pandemic, we just, we just, we just had to come out, couldn't wait any longer. Yeah, so we came out here to drop you guys another episode, this is episode five, right? Yep, episode five. Yeah, okay, that's what's up, man. I saludos para toda la raza, you know what I mean? That's what we're doing it for. Yeah, shout out to everybody tonight, you know, out here in North Portland, Northeast, Southeast, Southwest. God damn, those are all the regions here in Portland. But, you know, we're Northwest, too. Yeah, Northwest, but we from the North. Yeah. And, um... What about Pinche Commercial Street? Commercial. Everything we're going to try to do is going to be commercialized. <laughs> That's exactly what we're going to try to do. But, uh, yeah, but tonight, you know, we're out here and, uh... Raul was like, hey, you know what? I want to talk about my dad. And I was like, you know what, bro? I think that's a good idea. I think we should. A lot of people in uh, Portland know his dad. And, you know, and if you don't, and if, you know, we can't, and if you can't see a, a photo of him, you can at least picture it the way we're going to detail it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and my dad, too. You know, we're here to talk about our dads and, you know, kind of made us who they are. I mean, you know, like the, the way we are and just the way that they were brought up and, you know, it's just it's just crazy how generations of fatherhoods can change to our kids, you know, which we hope. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, we're here to talk about how we got raised by a Mexican dad, like a real Mexican dad. I'm first generation Mexican. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm born here, but I'm first generation. So, you know, I grew up speaking Spanish, you know, in Espanol, todo el pedo, you know what I mean? It wasn't no fucking... Hey, mom, uh, what are you doing? Like, no, hablame en español, cabrón. And, then, you know, I'm, I'm glad. I'm really happy about that. I went to a bilingual program. It was called Sabe over at Beach School, which uh, Eric went to also. It was, we went, we were in it from kindergarten through eighth grade. Absolutely. It started in 94. Yeah. Up until we went to high school. And then once we went to high school, it was just, it was different. But it was, it was, it was good though, because we could mesh with a lot of different people. Absolutely. Cultures. Absolutely. So that was the that was the, that was the good thing about you know ending that in eighth grade, but going into high school it was it was a little different too. We were like, oh shit, we just been known to speak Spanish and English and Spanish to Asians and Spanish to all different cultures. It was kind of <laughs> weird that went to a high school. And you're like, oh shit, this girl don't speak Spanish. Yeah, I went to fucking Grant High School and um, they fucking put me in ESL and I was like, what the fuck. Why am I in fucking ESL? English were, second language? Huh? English second language? Some shit like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, I just knew it as ESL, period, you know. Um, and I would wonder, like, why am I in here? And there were, like, apple, manzana. I don't know what a fucking apple is, you motherfucker. Like, what the yeah. hell? Like, I was pissed, bro. Uh, like, I bet. I, I was pissed, and they wouldn't let me out the fucking program. Because I think low-key they get... uh. Like a, like a check They get some type of check yeah, That's a nice high school that's a, Yeah You know and, They got um, money And they were, I mean 
Yeah, the worst part about it, there's only like there was only like eleven to fourteen Mexicans in the whole fucking school, and this is a school with fucking three thousand four hundred students, or something like that. It was over three thousand students, that's for sure. Damn. Because um, my plan was to go there and fucking go to uh, drafting class, like architecture type shit, and they fucking put me in ESL. Sons of bitches, man. Fucking wow. straight stereotype motherfuckers. For real, bro. They fucking They're like, we're in just keeping this Mexican guy here to get some sort of money <laughs> to show that we have, you know, a few Latino groups. Would you get, you said 11 yeah. out of 3,000? It was like 11 to 14 of us, bro. No lie, wow. bro. Wow. It was like, at most, at most, at that's most. How many, that's how many sometimes people come in groups from Mexico here. Yeah, at, at most, at most, wow. for real. Um,. It was probably maybe 20. No lie, bro. That school wow. was that school was crazy, but it was crazy to go there. I was privileged to go there though. That was that was it was a good school. Um I can never complain about going to school. I met some of the best people in that school that I have in but my life. But that's what you felt when you were going there. Yeah, hell yeah. I was like, God damn. You spoke Spanish and looked at you like what the fuck you said? Like nothing. I just the fuck, motherfucker! I'm talking to my language. The fuck, <laughs> it, was, it was crazy, man. Oh. But uh, but yeah, today, bro, we're here. We're we're gonna talk a little bit of stories about our fathers and how they had to settle in into a city and a state that it really isn't as Latino and Mexican wise they were growing up here, or even in their twenties and thirties and growing up with us. Um, but we kind of want to give you guys a little bit of history of the kind like the men that raised us. And, uh, you know, let's sit back and, uh, hopefully you guys can enjoy. All right, man. You want to, you want to tell us a little bit about your pops? Yeah. I mean, this is just stuff that he's told me over the, over the years. Probably lied. I don't know, but Hey, I'm gonna roll with it. But nah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. It was all pretty truthful. He'll say stuff to me and it was kind of crazy because my dad's only 18 years older than me. So my dad was born in Mexico in a, in a small little a little uh, town called La Caja. Yeah. The box. <laughs> basically, he was like a box troll. <laughs> you know? But yeah, that's where he was born. And, uh, you know... I've been to La Caja in Colima, yeah. I've been there. You know, it's been years for me. But that's where my, where my grandma lives. But uh, yeah, he was born there. And um, he was raised there for like the first eight, almost nine years of his life. And then when he came to the States, um, I don't know the story of how he crossed. But it was him and my great-grandma, uh, Lupe. Uh, and they came together like in 78. And at the time, you know, my grandpa was living here in Portland and Northwest over by Montgomery Park area. And uh, they lived there probably until like the early 80s. So my dad was going to a school out there called uh, Chapman. That's what it was called, Chapman. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, yeah, somewhere like off of Northwest 25th area. But my dad went there being like the only, literally the only Mexican people. In that neighborhood, bro. Which is like the most expensive neighborhoods now in Portland. Right. But at yeah. the time, it was like a working class because of ESCO and all these little factories around there, you know? Because yeah. that's what it was. It was Northwest Industrial Area. So, so he was dancing with the wolves. Ba- basically. You seen that movie? I still haven't seen it. Oh, you got to see that movie. That's no. a good movie. Wow. Anyways, back to Eric. But uh, yeah, we were, yeah, so he grew up there a little bit. And then my grandpa decides, you know, hey, I'm going to live off a of commercial. Lived in that house off of Mason and commercial. And live over there, and next thing you know, he decides to buy a house in North Portland, and uh, he got that house probably like in 83, 84, something like that, 
And that's when it was literally the crack epidemic was coming up by the house and like literally in a, you know, mainly black neighborhood. And we were the only Mexicans at the time. And uh, so that's that's where my dad ended up growing up. But uh, once my grandpa moved there, I'd say like early 80s, 80, 81, uh, my dad was was living in a neighborhood, Humboldt, and uh, my grandpa would send him out to Buckman in southeast Portland to the school there. And he was going there from like, I don't know, fifth through seventh grade. And uh, then my dad was like, that's, 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 that's a long bus ride, the bus four. Most ghettoest bus in Portland. <laughs> he was in that shit in the early '80s, and then that's where he said that he would hear music, you know, hip hop music, and kids going, you know, just it was a, it was a bus that ran through, this, literally ran through North Portland all the way to the other side of town. Not really that far, but it was still the other side of town. It wasn't this side of town. Shit. No, but it was southeast from <laughs> yeah, North, exactly. you know, from North Portland to southeast. It's, it's a little drive. Yeah. Um. But uh. So he did that, and uh, you know. Up in eighth grade, my grandpa says, "You know, we're gonna go to the school closer." So he ended up going to Oakley Green. So my dad was like the first person, like he was literally like, the first person in our whole family went there, right? So he only went there for eighth grade, and uh, again, he, that's when he started learning about hip hop, the whole breakdancing culture, pop locking. Cause my dad was a pop locker. He wasn't a oh yeah, no yeah yeah. He, he used to get down. He, used to, he was a pop locker, you know, or he was into that. You know, if you gave him probably acid, he probably think he's the best breakdancer ever you know oh, he would have been in a different world you know yeah. thank god he wasn't but uh but yeah that's you know that was his upbringing so he started learning he started learning young from being you know coming from mexico and then having to shift into the american culture kind of like you know and at the time when my dad was growing up everybody that was around him was all older it was uncles that were like five six seven ten years older than him so he had to adapt with an older mindset at a young age you know like hey these are the people i have to you know kind of somewhat be, you know, like, you know, can you imagine being like 14 and already kind of like, hey, I got to drop out of school because I'm trying to work and, you know, I want things that, at that time back in like the early 80s, just things that you couldn't do today, literally. Yeah, I mean, basically what you're saying is there were role models to him. Yeah, there were role models. It's like, yeah. hey, you know, they're just working. They're trying to just, lead the way for you. Yeah, because you, when you come from, you when you come to this country with those people that have that mindset, it's like they're here just, they're trying to get money. They're trying to survive. They're not here to be like, hey, we're going to go to school. But my dad, my dad made it work, you know, by trying to learn the English language, which he did. And, um, and then, he, and then next thing you know, he started going to Jefferson High School in '84, his freshman year. But, you know, the thing about my dad is he's always been a hardworking person that I really appreciate. You know, always looked up to, hardworking, funny, always hung out with the young crowd, even though he was trying to blend in. But it was just his funny side of him, you know, and. That's something that's always been dope. And I'm like, hey, if he can be himself, I'm going I'm to I'm try to be my own version of myself, you know. So that was always, you know, when everybody says a hero as a kid, I didn't even know what that word was or even meant or who to even you put that label onto. Mm-hmm. Until I got older, I was like, damn, my dad was the hero, you know. That was my hero, you know, like he's, he's, the, one, one, he's he, the one who taught his game. He's the one that, you know. He had the cape. He did. He, he led us the way to the point where, you know, he... uh He's um he's kind of accepted, you know. Hey, my kids are who they are, and I'm gonna accept it. You know, I can't shape my kids how they think they're gonna be. It's, you know, it's just this is a different time, and you know, he loves us, and you know, we love him back. And sacaron rollo ya, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like ah, I'm not gonna ever be able to tell them what the fuck to do. I mean, you know, we're I, always gonna have to listen. Yeah, man. yeah, we're always gonna listen and be respectful, you know. But I think what's cool about it is that he, I think he's been here in this, you know, at least over forty years. So he's kind of adapted to, you know, trying to 
leave that old mindset, like that old school mindset of like machismo, you know, kind of leave it down a little bit. And what? I told him, I was like, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, it's all about us and the family. That's it, you know. So that's, that's always something that I appreciate about my dad. It was always always family first, you know, because he he didn't grow up with that. You know, he grew family up with, over everything. Man. You know, he grew up he grew up with separate sep, separated parents, and you know, it was tough for him. And I think when you're that young, you come to this country, you know, you're looking for some sort of love and my parents were young teenagers hooked yeah. up and been together since you know they got married in 87 so it's 33 years coming up and um so like to me that's the, you know that's the, the that, that's the culture that i grew up seeing you know like we grew up in america but with a mexican mindset you know whatever our parents grew up in these like 100 200 population of towns of mexico that literally like my mom's hometown from a distance reminds me of I'm not even kidding you uh, the movie um, No Country for Old Man when he's trying to get that damn deer or whatever it was the Impala remember he's trying to shoot it No Country for Old Man that's a yeah, good yeah. movie yeah. you see yeah. that like that dry ass landscape in the movie yeah. that's how my mom's town is in Huitzila pretty dry a lot of cactuses you know and that's what it reminded me of but my mom my dad's hometown is you, you could explain it better how does it look uh, more tropical more what nah, I mean more greener there, um, greener out there, you don't really see... I'm going to put it like this to you. You don't even see fucking really crows out there. You see parrots flying. Oh, really? Just flying, bro, over you. And it's 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 it feels magical, bro. Not lying. Yeah. And I know it sounds weird to everybody else, but... Allá, allá en Colima, está perrón, güey. Hay palmas, hay playas. Wow. Cocos, guayabas, I mean, there's fucking mangoes. But the first time I ever saw the beach uh, was actually in Colima. Yeah? It was the first time. Because my dad was just so stubborn. He's like, I ain't going to the beach. It's fucking raining. It's cold. It's ugly. And I'm like, that's just an excuse not to drive 90 miles. Right. And I think that's what it was. Because no, but it's because, it's you know what? Once you see the playa in Mexico. Exactly. And you come once up you, here. Once you see the beach in Mexico. And you come out here and you look at the beach in Oregon. You're like, this is a fucking look at dirty ass lake. It looks all <laughs> fucked up. You're like, hell no, I'm not jumping in that water. And it's cold as a motherfucker. It's windy. Exactly. You know, you got fucking sand in your ass crack and yeah. shit. But I mean, the coast is still beautiful here in Oregon. Oh, it's it still is. beautiful. Yeah, it's just a different mode. It's like a movie. But out there the water's warm. I mean, they, you're eating a mango next to the beach. You're seeing parrots fly over your head. There's fish you've never seen in your life. You got your family right next to you, hey, comiendo tostadas, así, un ceviche o algo. It's different, bro. Mm -hmm. It's different. Y aquí nunca se va a comparar allá, güey. No, that, I know. It's never, know. Gonna, it's never gonna be like that. Yeah. But I still appreciate the Oregon coast. So, I mean, shout out to everybody that lives in the Oregon coast because... Shit, y'all put up with a lot. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's a, it's also a good way for us to escape, you know, from Portland. If we're like, man, like we gotta go see something different because you know, just living in the city can be a little stressful. And it's not that, but it, it's like, hey, when you grow up here, compared to then to now, you see the busyness. It's it, it's kind of annoying. It's a little like, hey, I need, you know, like I need now, some space. I need some space, <laughs> and you're like, oh crap. So then when you go to the beach. You don't even care if it's raining or if it's sunny. You just want to go and see some sort of, like, sound. Right. Eat some clam chowder. Something, bro. Yeah. Just get out. But, you know. But, yeah. So, my dad, you know, like I said, he, uh, you know, he, he he's just, he's always been a, a, a super, you know, just work ethic. He's always been great. 
he got it from my grandpa, and then I got it from him. So I remember like going to high school. Somebody's like, "Man, you got good jeans," and I'm like, "Yeah, man." This is old. This is high school. I was like, "These are Old Navy." My dad wears Dickies. <laughs> my grandpa has Levi's. You know? <laughs> no, he's dumb fuck. Talk about jeans. I'm like, ah, oh, I think he meant like the ones that we wear, pendejo. You know? But that was the whole point of the joke. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but no, so bro. About but, your DNA and shit. Yeah, I was like, oh my bad. But in, in reality, I was like, yeah, we kind of do. We, like, I kind of carry a little chip with that because it's not like. Things are fucking free for us, you know. Like, hey, you know, like we still fucking have. I still have to put in my. I still have to take care of my business, and I still have to, you know, like. But at the end of the day, it's like, I like how my dad gave me that work ethic, you know, work, work, work. Because I've been working for almost like twelve straight years without being laid off, or you know, unless I move to a different job. But it's like, I never had a big gap of a layoff for me. That's just, and I and my, my kids probably not gonna have it, but I'm gonna try to show it to him, you know, just mm-hmm. to have it because. It being busy is always dope, and I like that my dad was always busy, you know? That's, Kept him I mean, out of trouble, too, you know? I mean, that's that's what I tell my son. Um, I know he's young. He's 11. Now he just turned 11. Um, I told him straight up, this is something we don't do. Waste time. We don't waste time. You understand that? And he looked at me, and he was like, you know, all bug-eyed about it, like, what, what huh? No, we don't waste time. What did I say? And this is not to be hard on them or anything like that, but that's the truth reality. I'd rather be the person to tell them that than have somebody else tell them, oh, you're wasting your time. Fuck that. My dad told me don't waste no time and I'm not going to waste it. So I had a conversation with him yesterday and he wants to start his own YouTube thing. And he's like, oh, I started it. But then I, you know, I don't know, dad, I kind of failed at it. Don't stop. Keep going. And I said, what don't we waste? And he says, time. And that's real. It made me feel really good. I don't know to everybody else out there. They, they probably don't care of what I tell my son or or what I think. But if your kid wants to do something, motivate him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Motivate that kid. That's your kid. You never know. He might be the next fucking Elvis. He might be the next fucking... I don't know, man. LeBron James. LeBron James, fucking yeah. I mean, somebody very important in life, and I'm not saying he has to play sports, or, you know, your mind is a terrible thing to waste. The mind. It is, bro. Yes. And the lie doesn't care who tells it. So with that being said, let's go back to Eric. Uh... But yeah, bro, no, and so that's what I'm saying, like, that whole thing that you were just saying right now with that whole work ethic, it's like, hey, you know, my dad think, my dad has things in life that I couldn't get because it was different eras, different times, you know, different, he had a different fire than I did, you know, especially him being an immigrant mm-hmm. and working his way to become a U.S. citizen, which he did in 1996. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I just feel like, you know what, that inspires me, and I like it, you know, like, at least, at least if, if generations down, you know, we were just some very hardworking individuals that just kept our family right around our circle and just kept working and working and working, you know, because as I'm getting older, man, I'm not really worried about other people's businesses, but unless it's for a good cause, you know what? Like, that's why we wanted to get this uh, podcast started because we wanted to keep people involved in our community and, you know, this whole, I'm flossing on Instagram, like, yeah, we all do it, you know, we all do it, but hey, man. We're here for a voice, you know. I'm tired of liking the same pictures you post. Like, hey, tell us something, you know. Like, 
we're all about learning, you know, and right. that's something that my dad always been. He's always been a learner, taught us that. So for me, it was like, right, I'm going to learn different things than him, you know. He knows way more things than I do, but it's just things that don't interest me, you know. And um, But that's something that I, I feel like if I can go back, man, I wish I would have listened at, at, at times, you know. Right. I mean, they always say that, uh, you know, there's a saying, it says, uh, the game is to be sold, not to be told. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like in times of need now, don't be a hater, bro. If you could help that person out, help them out. You know? Um, the other day, there was a car that was just sitting there, and I see traffic flying by, flying by. And I was with my boy Money Mike. Shout out to Money Mike one more time. Um, he's like, man, we should get out and help him. And I said, you're absolutely right. So we jump out and we just start pushing the car, you know. Um, people don't do that shit no more, mm -mm. especially with this pandemic or what is it called, pandemic? Yeah, it's a pandemic, bro. Because we're all putting, we all have, we all, we're all basically the world's kind of on the somewhat of a pause, some something like that. It's but like we ain't pause. pausing shit. We ain't pausing what shit. I'm saying no, is, no, no, um, no. we're not adapting to what the fuck the world wants. Yeah, to us and to they're do. like, oh, I can't help them. I, you know what I mean? If I'm taking that risk. Of touching somebody else's bacteria, if I have to take that risk, then I have to do it because I, I just have a good heart. Mm -hmm. I have a good heart, you know. El, el, el corazón wey, te dice todo, you know what I mean? Yeah. It tells you it, bro. Your mind, el cerebro wey, te dice, hey man, you should do that because that's the right thing to do. So we did. We fucking helped them out. Yeah. And you know what? That day, the rest of the day was fucking amazing. We had a good day. Mm -hmm. We had a great fucking day. And he had a great day because, I mean, due to the situation, maybe he didn't for a little bit, but at least he got some help. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's always, I always like to help, bro. It's always a good feeling. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Helping out is always good. I, I like to help out regardless. Um, sometimes I don't like to ask for help because, <laughs> you know, we were just talking about this, like sometimes... People like to be like, nah, you know, I helped this fool out with this and that. And it's like, bro, I appreciate it. Like, what else, you know, you're going to keep holding that against me? Like, yeah. I don't like that. I don't. Yeah, I want that shit hanging over my you head. You know, it's like, so that's why I don't really like to ask for anybody for help. If, if I get refused one time of service, and I say service because, you know, it could be a cousin hooking it up with something. And if you can't hook it up with the service, for any inconvenience, like, hey, you know, like, I got you, but then, like, you really don't, I'm not going to bug them, you know? Right. Case is closed. It's done. Right. Like, you already put your foot stamped. You stamped it. And I'm I'm going to take it like that. I'm not mad, you know. It is what it is. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so that's why I don't reach out and tell people, like, hey, you know, like, I'm just starting to be like, hey, we're going to do us. You know, we, we do want positive, you know, like, people to be like, hey, you know, you guys are doing great. Because we've also been getting some negatives. And it's like, hey, we can't satisfy everybody, you know. We're just trying to satisfy no, soy monedita de oro. No, we can't oh, satisfy shit. the whole damn world. We're just doing what we think is is right. Like in us doing this podcast, we're we're doing it from the heart. We're not we're not we're not out here spitting bullshit. We're not here to. We just don't want something that our hearts telling us like, hey, that shit ain't right. It ain't right. But you know, there's a lot of things in the world that ain't right. But we are not gonna say them on here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're not here to, to to each his own. You know, you know. But we're me and we me and this guy right here. We agreed to just have a good you know a good podcast for the world to listen us talking about our chicano upbringing our mexican roots or everything you know we have so much shit that we can talk we probably have 
thousands of hours, you know, with people included, our guests, you know. Absolutely. That's something that we want to keep keep it out there, just keep going and, you know, because we do, we, there's a lot of great individuals that we saw growing up or that we just know personally that really are just, you know, they're just low-key, very great people, you know. They just don't don't really want to be seen, but hey, they want to be heard. So we're like, help us out, you know. Help us so we can help you. And when we say help, it's just like, hey, we like, we, we like when someone does us a favor out of their heart. I don't want to. I don't want to feel it forced, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's never bad to ask for help. No, 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 no. no. I've been at my lowest, and yes. I've had like literally like my brothers and other close, you know, individuals super close to me, help me out, and I'm just been like, man, like if it wasn't for those moments, I wouldn't, you know. And I'm super grateful, you know. And then like, like I said, man, I I I try my best to help when I can, you know. And most of the time. I don't sometimes people be like, hey, you do more than you're supposed to. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I, did, I didn't even notice. That's just something I do. You know what I'm saying? That's just me, you know? Something something about my dad. Like I said, this all this shit that I'm, I'm saying is just stuff that my dad taught me. That just, you know, if you're going to be a man, especially a young Mexican man, he literally was like, you need to have balls, you know? You need to, you know, you can't be a little punk. You need to be a tough kid, but have respect to others, you know? And that's something that, you know, I've always been blessed to have him. And, you know, even, like, people from that generation of, of dads, you know, like your dad, you know. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to get to him pretty soon. But that's stuff that is just like, man, our kids are never going to experience. And those folks, you know, they're getting older. They need a little bit more love and more attention. And that's what we're here, you know. Like, sometimes our parents don't talk, you know. They don't want to talk. They remind me of the Irishmen. Yeah. You know, they just don't want to talk. They're just yeah. like... Fuck it. What is there to talk about? It's like, we need some history from you guys. We need to know because in the future, you know, we, we want this shit to be recorded. We don't want to be guessing where we're from, where our family comes from. Like, I look, I had, I had to look up my family history just kind of without doing a heritage thing or whatever. They have family tree bullshit. I didn't want to do it, but my family from my dad's side is from Spain. And I thought that was cool, you know? I was like, that's cool, you know? That comes from over there and... But, uh... But like I said, that's just that's just that's just stuff that you know me and this guy have been through in life, and uh, you know, like I said, we're, we're just all about trying to have fun, be positive, talk some shit, but not to be like super rude about it, but just talk shit. That's what we do, you know. And you know, I'm gonna talk to Raul here, and I'm gonna tell him, you know, like I wanna I wanna hear more about his father and. Uh, Cause low key, this is this is gonna be like super exclusive to a lot of people, and also not just exclusive. There's probably a lot of people that have fathers like this, that probably want to understand like, hey, why is my dad this way or why? You know, sometimes it's life, and they're not used. They're just it's too much. Then <laughs> I mean too much like too much electronics for them. Yeah, it be, you, you know? can't you can't change them. You, you, can't, change them, yeah. you can't change it. But uh, yeah, bro, tell us about your dad, bro. I want to hear it. You know. About your dad, like how he got how how he got here, but I don't know if you want us to say his name. We can say, you know. Um, I have no problem saying his name. He said it was cool. I got permission from him. And when I say this, this is because my my dad he 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 stays in his own lane. You know, he doesn't. Basically, he doesn't fuck with nobody. You know what I mean? He's just he's just minding his business. He minds his business. Um, I remember saying. By him, the way, by, by the way, Raul, how old is your dad? 
My dad's 72 years old, so do the Seven, math. 72. You know? So, so he was like born in 48. Yeah. At least. Uh, probably. Damn. Yeah. 1948, um, wow. My grandpa was born in 44. So they're like around the same age, around. Yeah. About. Yeah, just about. Wow. Um, he's one of those guys where, I mean, I literally told him one day in the morning, I woke up, right? I'm going to work. And I said, good, I said, he looks at me. And I said, you're not going to say good morning to me? And he looks at me straight in my fucking face, right? What did he say? He me dice, yo no te tengo que decir buenos días. Tú me tienes que decir buenos días a mí. Yo soy tu papá. Oh, so for everybody who didn't understand that, I'm going to flip it for you. Um, I told him, why didn't you say good morning to me? And he looked at me straight in my eyes with a solid look and told me, I don't need to say good morning to you. You say good morning to me. And I I, I wow. thought about that shit as on the way to work. I was thinking about that shit. Y dije, ta cabrón. Because <laughs> it's the truth. No, I know. That's the truth. You know what I mean? Um, and then we, we're going to start a little bit on my dad. Yeah, but where is your dad from? Él is at Tepames, Colima, bro. Where's that at? Like, region? Tepames, Colima is like... Southeast, it's considered Tierra Caliente. Paya, este, hay mucho alacrán. It's, it's a little different. It's a little different over there. Then, okay. then Remuadero is different. And um, is it on the, it's like, hot. Is it closer to Michoacan or a little is, closer? Yeah. Okay, so it's yeah. like on the east side of the state. Está caliente, la madre's way. Oh wow. I mean, it's hot, bro. Hot, 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 hot. Um. And like I said, this is very hard. This is like trying to find some footage of Raul's dad <laughs> yeah. of any sort. It's very rare. Yeah. And, I mean, before I get more into this... Um, so this is all new to me. This is like... It's not like we went over this shit. Raul's literally looking at me like, you're I'm about to tell you some shit. I'm like, well, tell yeah. me. Um, I need to know, you know. So I look at my dad, right? And I'm all excited. By the way, he made some bomb as we stay. They made some bomb as we stay at the house today. Um, pero de pollo, de pollo. Beef is the one. Beef is the one. Um, and he can cook too. Bro, he gets down. Yeah. My dad gets down. El cocina, pero lo que se dice al cien. Like they say al cien. No, no, yeah. And he cooks like one of those guys that's like, get the fuck out of my kitchen. Yeah. I'm gonna burn you. Dave, what is that for? Dave Ramsey or whatever the fuck? Mm, nah, but your dad has more like a Vito Corleone look to him. Like, yeah, he looks get like. Get the fuck out the way. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh. Like he has a fucking shotgun on the fucking shelf right there. Like, get out of here. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah. And that's not exaggerating. That's. that's <laughs> one, one day, you guys, one day we're gonna have a nice little softball tournament. And Rose's dad's gonna be there. We're gonna we're gonna need him for the grill. Yeah. We're gonna need him on the grill. Yeah. And you guys will see when you ask for a hot dog, do not be mad at his face because he's looking at you and that's his happy look. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, but that's in the future. Yeah. Um. Man, he grew up. He grew up really poor. Man, he was. He tells me he he grew up. Was really, he the oldest? Really poor. No, he has a. Uh, is he like a middle child? Yes, three uh three sisters, you know, my three tias and uh and his brother, mi tío Ramiro, um we call him Chiris, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mi tío Chiris. He's really religious, you know what I mean? But he's still cool, he's funny, man. He, he cracks jokes. Is he know? really Catholic or no, I honestly I don't really know. 
I don't know. He always tries to get me to read the Bible. He just says read the Bible. Read the Bible. But either way. Um, my dad, man, he really did grow up poor. My my dude Chidi said that he would get really happy when he heard the bean pot whistle, bro. When he heard the pot whistle, because of the you know you know sometimes the tops on the fucking they're loose. Mm-hmm. He said when it would boil and they would whistle, he would get so happy, bro. <laughs> For real, bro. He uh, said he would get so happy, bro. And and I'm like, damn, bro. You know. I complain about the littlest shit sometimes, you mm-hmm. know. But I mean, back to my dad. Um, he had it rough, bro. My dad had it rough. He really did, bro. My mom told me, like, yeah, your dad had it rough, you know. She told me that one time, but my dad always told me, don't complain about shit. Don't complain. Yeah, don't. Te quejas, yeah. You know what I mean? Te quejas de tantito, ira nomás. No, si supieras todo lo que he pasado. That means, if you ever knew what I went through, you know what I mean? Basically, what he was trying to tell me is, like, you shit yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I asked him, when did, when did you get here, you know? And he says, <clears throat> he said, why do you want to know? I said, because I want to put you on the podcast. <laughs> so, he's pissed at this moment. And I got sad, because I'm like, damn. You're like, fuck, that's like, like, es que, pues, lo quiero poner ahí en el radio ahí donde lo, en el que estamos ahí yo y Eric yo no quiero que me pongan ahí mal and I was just like and that's how my dad talks bro if, if you ever heard my ooh, if you ever heard anybody <laughs> scary bro if you hear my dad's voice mira vale vale más que te calmes <laughs> it is fucked up to make fun I'm not making fun of my dad no we love him yo, but no, the thing no. is he's just that's, but that's how he talks and he's like está guachingar ahorita and I was like, God damn, yeah, you know, that, has, that shit scares you. That's a deep ass voice. Yeah, I was just watching, and like, no, no, this is not no reference or like a, a similarities. But I was watching The Devil's Advocate, yeah. and you know how Pacino has that deep ass voice. Yeah, you know, I was like, damn, that's Raul's dad when he got mad at Raul. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, The Devil's Advocate whooped my ass. I'll yeah. tell you that much. My dad wasn't fucking around as we were younger, no. but it made us. It made us tough. And that's why I am who I am now. I'm not scared to say what I'm going to say. I know what I'm saying when I'm going to say it. But like I said, I got permission from my dad to put him on this podcast. O sea, él me dio permiso, ¿no? Para, para, para hablar de él. So if anybody's looking for him. Yeah. If, if you're looking for him, I don't know if you want to look for him. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he told me, uh, told me some, you know, no. Don't put me on there. I said, oh, fuck. I was like, come on, you know, support me on some shit. You kind of put your little morale down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and I was, I felt sad. And I was just like, damn. And I was sitting there quiet. And then my mom got to looking at him kind of like, I mean, my mom was a strong person too. And and, and I, I, I got mad, you know. I threw the notebook. I put it on the table. No, I put it on the chair. And I was just like, fuck it. You know, whatever. I was like, fuck, what am I going to talk about today? So finally, my little brother comes down. Shout out to Kiki Fonseca, aka Little Cruz, Christian, Alexis. Um, for all that you don't know, they've been living on the moon, like I said. 
that fool's my little brother, and uh, he'll yeah. be on he'll be on the show soon. Yeah, shout out to Christian. Um, so he, so he got it. He got over there, and he started talking to my dad like, "Oh, well, you listen to this, you listen to that." You know what I mean? We're not gonna say certain names because shit, we might get sued for that shit. But <laughs> you know, other radio shows. He said, "Why won't you listen to your sons?" And he kind of like, mm. he does the, <clears throat> and I'm like, "Fuck." Hopefully he wants to drop some material, please. <laughs> as soon as he says, I got here in 1973, I was like, fuck yeah. What? So I grabbed the fucking notebook. <laughs> I grabbed the pad. And he estaba comiendo bistec, bro. 1973. In the 73, bro. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. He's going to start talking. But he still, no hablaba así como que, 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 que quería hablar, bro. Right? He was just warming you up. Yeah, he was just warming me up, you know? Yeah. Oh, fuck. No, entonces, ahí se puso serio el pedo. I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit. All right, cool. So I grabbed the pen real quick, bro. And um, and this is all real material. Uh, it might be a little short. It might be too long, but this is real. Raul got this information at the dinner table. Yeah, yeah. Esta, esta información que les voy a dar es este... Exclusiva, pues fucking sal y pimienta type shit. Yeah, this is you like know? unreleased material. Yeah, for real. Because rah. that's the thing. A lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of our parents and, and some people, I feel like you don't have to let everything talk about things. You know, especially if it's like if it's dope historical shit, it needs to be out. Yeah. In my opinion, it needs to be out. You know, there's things that people don't want to talk. They don't have to talk. That's my opinion. Don't talk if you don't want to talk. Keep your silence. But if it's something historic, like if your dad was like, "Look, I used to kick it with Vicente Fernandez." Tell us those fucking stories. We need right, to know. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's just like, what, yeah. what, what? Tell me, tell yeah. me. You know, like tell me, show me. And if you show me pictures and you prove it, fuck, just that right there's you know. Yeah. But that's the kind of parents that we have. You know, old school, just shh. Yeah, exactly. That's one of those, one of those things that. I'm serious. When you have a Mexican dad like that, like that, you, when you're first generation, if your dad, there's a lot of dads out there. They don't talk. It's really hard to get them to talk. Mm-hmm. Like I said. Uh, and they're also very, like, machismo kind of man, you know? Yeah, they ain't fucking around. They're not like, you know, they, if you wear skinny jeans, they probably, like, get that. Just, they basically don't like you. Yeah. That, and it's not because that's, they just, they just, they're just some manly dudes. And we got to respect that, you know? Yeah. There's some real women yeah. out there that are, like, very women-women. Is that how you say it? Yeah. That's not stupid, women-women. Well, no, girly girls, girly girls. una señora, una mujer que diga, sabes qué, respétame, you know, like, yeah. there's men like that shit too, you know, there's men out there that, they like the, you know, they don't like girly shit, and there's women that don't like, you know, vice versa, basically, you know. Right, right. But that's how our, our fathers are, and, um, but, you know, they're, they're, they're starting to adapt to society now, more little by little, you know. But at the end of the day... Well, maybe your dad. My dad, no. No, 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 no. But I'm just talking about, like, a lot of fathers around, you know, in their 50s now and 60s. They're starting to realize, you know, like, holding into all this anger for so much time that they're like, you know what? I'm a grandpa. I need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. Because you're not, you're not young forever, you know? And that's yeah. what's cool about our dads. That, you know, they are family-oriented, you know? And to the public, they might be like, oh, shit, that's different. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, we're going back to Raul. Um, but your dad got here in 73 But where did your dad Got here from Like how did he get here How Like did he just Walk over here Like Se, se vino con el coyote Again Again the That coyote. means a coyote The coyote. coyote to us Means somebody That brings you Across the border That's Illegally fact. Illegally Yeah You probably sit in the back Of a van Or in a 
fucking trailers. A backpack. Back, yeah, it's a fucking backpack. Something, bro. It's something, wherever. Well, either way, they're gonna carry you here somewhere. Yeah. Um. Or transport you. That's the right word. Yeah. He was. Uh, when I asked him, I was like, "What? What was your first job?" And he was like, mm. "Again with the." Mm. But. <laughs> kind of reminds me of Dave Chappelle. No, for real though, he was pissed, bro, because I was asking these <laughs> questions. But he he let me get these questions out. You know, I He gave me the answers to these questions. Um. He said his first job was in Benji, bro. Where Benji. Is that? I think it's next to White Salmon, I believe. Oh, so he came straight here and go to California? No, no, he came straight here. He came straight here, I think. Do you know if my if your dad at that time knew my grandpa? Because at that time, he, my grandpa had moved to Portland. I don't know when they met. I I'm just, just curious because they're out from the same state. I should have asked him that question. But, you know, like I said, I, the questions Right now, got... we're kind of speculating. We're yeah. not putting the pieces together. Like, how did yeah. that get here? Oh, yeah. because of other Mexicans from this side of the country. Yeah. That's why. So Speculating. So, so he got here and uh-huh. I asked him, "Well, did you get here with you know with your brothers or whatever?" He was like, "Nah, it was just me and the homies." Oh wow! Yeah, at least his compas are here. They just they just decided to come to fucking United States. He said, "La, se la rifaron." He got here through Nogales, bro. Oh shit! Yeah, por Nogales, bro. And and I was like, "Damn!" Pero yo le pregunté, like. What do you remember as your childhood, you know? Cuando estaba más morro, pues, ¿qué, qué, qué, qué hacía o qué, en qué trabajó o qué? Y dice que se paraba a las tres y media de la mañana, bro. Damn, man. Every day. 3.30 in the morning for what? 3.30 in the morning. What? That's what I'm saying. Um, he would go inform everybody, you know, all the ladies or the people or whoever fucking owned one, un molino. A los molinos, you know? Uh-huh. Iba y les informaba que, eh, hey, o les le daba, pues, eh, hey, que el cubo les quede, like, hey, fool, wake up, you know? Hey, ya levántese el molino. You know what that shit's called? They have uh, the little, you know, the... That's called a reveal. A reveal? Yeah, like the SPML, the Veal Park. Mm. Uh, that's what your dad was doing. Yeah, le estaba informando, pues, que... He was like, he was Woodson and Worthen. Yeah, when he gets drunk, he be swerving. <laughs> no, pero, pero, pero este. So he was waking people up. Yeah, he was waking people up. Wake yeah. up. Les daba pues el mensaje que aquí les que. It wasn't on Facebook back then, motherfuckers. But was your dad doing it in the voice that he does now? Well, he was younger, fool. Oh, okay. I can just see the motherfuckers waking up like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, scared Are we in fuck. the army of Mexico? Yeah, for real. You know? And uh, he said that was one of his biggest memories, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, fuck, I remember waking people up so they can go to work. He got, I, guess, I don't know if he got paid or not, but they might have fed him for free. Yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't know. Probably put him up. I don't you know. know. Give him a like I said, yeah. it was really hard to get these fucking answers out of these questions that I asked him. So, este. Te voy a decir algo, and I'm going to say this shit. Because my dad told me this shit. And it's my dad, so I gotta have, I gotta show this respect. Mi papá me dijo que, que cuando salías a esa, a esa, en la mañana ahí como las tres y media, right there, que le salía el diablo, güey. So at the time that he would wake up at 3.30 in the morning. Sí, que le salía el diablo, güey. Man, this... Pero dice que, que, que diario, güey. Like, like, no sé si diario, diario, pero que le salía. Pero que se le parecía... Como en Guajolote, Puerco, 
burro, I don't know, bro. En animales, pues, así, en animales se le aparecía. That's some creepy shit. That is some creepy shit. And you know what? See, Mexico devil, is fucking crazy, bro. It is. There's a lot there's of... There's a lot of other shit out there. In the world, there's a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. But Mexico always has that uh, scary stories, you know, especially that our parents have told us and shit, and or even their upbringings. You're like, oh, fuck. It's nothing compared to here. But, um... Oh, so your dad came here in the 70s then. Yeah. So he got here in 77. And that's when the Blazers, shout out to Portland Blazers, that's when they won, right? Uh-huh. Spirit of 77, exactly, right? Exactly, yep. Summer of 77. Yeah. So that, oh, is that so that's when he moved to Portland? Yeah. And what part of Portland did he move to? He didn't tell you? No, it's commercial. Oh, he just moved there? Fuck. Oh, damn, your dad's been on that block since, damn, that neighborhood's in 77? I think so. They used to live out in Vancouver. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And Vancouver, man, that's a whole different... That's the other side of Portland. So, like, you know how you guys have New York and New Jersey just cross the river to a different state? Well, we got the similarity to Vancouver, Washington, which is another city on the other side, which all those people from over there come over here to buy our shit because they don't want to pay taxes, you punks. But anyways, shout out to Vancouver, Washington, though. You know, we have a lot of family out there. But, uh... Yeah, over there, I've heard stories. That shit was like nothing but puros pinches farmland over there, bro. Especially like during that time. Yeah. There was nothing but farmland. Now it's like a nice area to, you know, suburban area now. Yeah, it is. It is. You know. Um, so, 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 so like I said, um, I asked my dad, I said, you know, dad, another question that I got for you is, ¿Qué comida era especial para usted? ¿Qué es su favorita comida? What's your favorite food? Yeah. In, in Mexico. In Mexico. Growing up and or he's, just... Yeah, growing up. Growing up. And he me dice... Por lo que había, vale. No había comida especial. Lo comiera. That means... I ate what I had to eat. Whatever was there, he fucking ate. Sometimes it would be just a fucking nopal. Just cooked. Mama, yeah, mama probably, that, probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And we bitch about crackers. Like, hey, yeah. I don't crackers. <laughs> yeah. And over there eating a fucking nopal. This burger ain't cooked right. Yeah. And they're like, motherfucker, if you knew. Yeah. No, for real, I'm telling no, you. No, no, yeah, no. And I, and I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. And so that that, I, I, that was his special meal, whatever it was. Su comida especial era lo que había. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I looked at it and I was like, damn. And so that shit kind of scared me. He kept looking at me, rubbing his mustache, intimidating me. Because your dad has like one of those old school mustaches, you know? Oh, like, yeah. He fucking, he's a tombstone. Yeah, he's got that old school, yeah, like, like that old school Mexican Pantrovilla. So then I asked him, so when you got here, what was the first food you eat, you ate, you know? Yeah. He said he ate a fucking sandwich. <laughs> And then, Did he call it a torta? No, it was okay, just a good. regular sandwich. Some people say that. Hey, bro, a torta to work. I'm like, hey, motherfucker, that's a sandwich. Stop it. No, he said a sandwich. Okay. So I asked him, did you like it? And he got pissed. He was like, I didn't have any other choice. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. So I was just like, well, I'm not going to piss him off. No, porque luego si se enoja, no, oh, no me va yeah, a yeah. contestar las demás oh, preguntas. No, no, no. You gotta cooperate with your dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cooperation. Make him, make him happy. Communication is the key. Yeah. La llave es la comunicación. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because your dad watches a lot of the news, huh? Yeah. Is he getting like, is some of this stuff that's going on in the world kind of 
kind of like embedded in his brain, kind of like messing with him in a way, or no? No, or, see, he's stuck in hell. He's, he's oh, like, mad. fuck this place. You know what I mean? Like, like this. Country. He don't want to be here. Oh, he don't want to. Yeah. I mean, he is gonna retire one day and probably move to Mexico. He's been right? retired. No, no, I'm saying like he's gonna go to Mexico and live happy. You know, right? Yeah. So, um, I also asked him, "Cuál fue su primer carro?" You know, and he's oh, like, shit. "Una guayina." Guayana, for everybody that don't know, that's a station wagon. <laughs> station you know what I mean? A 64 Chrysler. That's what he had, bro. A 64 Chrysler? Yeah. Oh, shit. So he was like the real panadero. Low key. Yeah. yeah. Um, he also worked out there in Washington. Um, it was called uh, the Mexican Villa. Really? Well, you talking about St. John's? The neighborhood? No, Mexica. Me, La Villa Mexicana, pues. Mm. That's what it was called. But it, 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 pero en inglés is Mexican Villa. Okay. And he was a cook there for a long time, bro. Oh, really? For a long, long time, bro. Uh, he he worked there for a long time, yeah, bro. And then, uh, he decided to buy a house on Commercial Street, bro. And they wouldn't sell it to him, bro. So he rented for a long time, but he bought a house in 95, which is on nobody's business. But where he lives uh, now. Yeah, where he lives now. Where we live now. Um, yeah, I remember when you guys bought that home. You guys were all, like, pretty excited. I mean, you guys went from, like, a bigger home to, like, a medium size, but it was perfect. That was dope, though, bro. Yeah, but, but my dad was married with a fucking gringa, fool. He was, he was married with a white woman. Really? How? And why? I don't know, bro. Was he, he just, like, craving it? No, I think he was just smart. He was oh. like, fuck that. I'm getting papers somehow. And when they say, I'm getting the papers, get the papers. What I'm going to go get the papers, get the papers. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, if, mean- if you see the good fellas, we don't got to tell you. You're a chump if you haven't seen it. That's if another Mexican guy tells you, get the papers, get the papers, <laughs> he really means go marry a white woman, <laughs> get the papers, and just peace. Like that song, peace, A-Town. <laughs> peace, <laughs> out, peace, out. And it's not in a rude way. It's usually in a mutual exchange. Yeah. Like, you win some, you lose some type of shit. Sorry. That's, that's the fucking honest <laughs> truth. I'm just sorry. I'm just... <laughs> Gonna say it out there Whether they want to hear it or don't And I told him And it's not like I mean if his dad said yeah I'm just like whoa I'm agreeing to his story Not to Y le digo No se arrepiente de nada No And he stays quiet and, he, and, he, and his eyebrows lifted up Like the rock Like the rock Así como el pinche la roca Como el WWE Well to me it was WWF But Yeah Yeah so he He looks at me He me dice De que Mm. And I'm just like, oh shit, he's about to stop this interview, and then he's like, yo no me arrepiento de nada, vale. And I was just like, oh shit, pero de nada, nada. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so basically, what I'm trying to tell you, he says he doesn't, he doesn't feel bad about anything he ever did in fucking life. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck. So don't fuck with that man. Um, he met my mom in fucking 1983, bro. Oh really? Yeah. So I'm from 88, so yeah, man. Uh, George was first. Shout out to my brother JC. And, yeah, and shout out to George. Actually, it's it's not George. It's Jorge. Hey, Jorge Cruz. Jorge. And um, I was next. And then my little bro. 
So it's three guys. So it's three, yeah. So my dad, that's, that's how macho he is. He only has boys. So put it like that. He He's like, fuck that. I only make men. So, uh, yeah, bro. I mean, you should trust me, man. That guy is, man, he's something else, man. Pero. But that was all the information you got, huh? I pero, mean, pero it, it's going to be a work in progress, your dad, yeah. you know. He might. Pero estoy bien orgulloso de ser yeah. su hijo, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I bet, bro. If somebody fucks with my dad, va a haber pedo, güey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I believe you. Yo, yo, no, no, yo no voy a dejar que nada le pase a mi papá porque va a haber pedo, güey. De que va a haber pedo, va a haber pero problemas. O sea, neta. Now, I remember when we, uh, our 20th birthday, back like in 08, mm. when your dad, didn't he help us cook all that food that we bought? Yeah, we had fucking dos asadores ahí. We, had bar- we were barbecuing, we bought all that meat from Cash and Carry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what we bought, we just bought it. Dumb- it was a big ass fucking bola de carne or some it's, shit. Yeah, and your, but your dad cut it up, cooked <laughs> it, and uh, we had like tacos and shit, and it was, it was a cracking ass party. Our yeah. 20th birthday, that's probably the only birthday we ever had together, even though we're like couple days apart but uh yeah but at least we cut it we cut a cake together but, but, but that was dope that, that your dad he he helped us cook all that shit out that was that was that was pretty good and then the next day i just remember you my dad was over at at your dad's and we were like what the fuck we were just here last night you know yeah, yeah. and they were just hanging out drinking yeah talking shit probably you know yeah. but uh but you know that was that, that, that what i'm saying is like they're that, in their that own was, world they're in shit. their own world and that's how usually old you know old school mexican fathers are but uh for me, you know, now that my dad's taught me game, now I'm trying to teach him game, you know. Even though he's getting older, it's like, hey, you guys start doing this and start, don't say this and don't say that, you know. And not because it's like, we just don't want somebody to fuck with him and be like, you said this. And he's like, well, I don't know, I'm so old school of using this. Sometimes we want, we, we try to teach our, our parents just, you know, just to kind of be a little bit more um, better. But, uh, you know, that's something that I've always appreciated about my dad is, you know, he always likes to, you know, learn new things. And for us, um, we're just trying to, you know, teach our fathers, you know, something good in a positive way, just like the same impact they gave us. And hopefully in the future, um, our children can understand where all this comes from. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, today I had I had a good time. You know, today's July 7th of 2020. We're uh, going to wrap it up. And, uh, you know, I'm super grateful for listening to Raul talk about his dad because uh, that's very, that's one of those, you know, when, when we say old school dads that just, you need to respect them and very old school, like they don't talk, they don't talk. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of cultures like that, especially in the Asian culture and just people just keep it silent, you know, they don't want to talk. But the reason why we're out here trying to have this, um, podcast is like i said we, we want history we want to leave something behind we want to, we want people to understand where we're from because it can easily be a race it can like we could be the next our neighborhoods or our upbringing or our culture it could be we could be like um it could just be taken away you know so we're out here just trying to you know entertain you guys if we can and you know do something that we feel like it's right and that's what you know the north portland mexican show is going to be about is trying to make sure that yeah, um, for everybody listening out there, para todos los que están escuchando, este, me da mucho orgullo hablar de mi papá, porque pues es una persona muy fuerte, ¿verdad? de todo le ha pasado y, y, y todo ha aguantado, ¿verdad? y él me enseñó a ser así, y así voy a ser, y él siempre va a ser así, me da, me da mucho gusto que, que, que dejó que hablara de él, porque pues no con cualquier persona se habla, no con cualquier persona entra a la casa, o sea, es, 
es algo original, esto es original. O sea, un saludo muy grande, un abrazo y un beso también, porque mi papá es chingón. That was cool. He's a great motherfucking person, bro. Yeah, shout out to all the dads, especially everybody that, you know, you know, we we we, we know we know people that don't have, you know, the real dads or their or their parents anymore, but uh, you know, that's what strives them to be better parents for their own kids, you know. So, we just, you know, we just wanted to give you guys a little bit of game and have you guys understand. So, like if you guys ever meet our parents, one day, don't be like, yo, your dad's a dick, he's an asshole. It's like, hey, hey, hey we warned you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know, he might go flip mode on your ass, but hey, that's just, we just warning you, you know. That's, that's, that's why we are who we are. We talk how we talk. We work how we work. And, you know, we take care of our business how we take care of business, you know. And yeah, it's all, um, it's all from I talked I talked to Sleepy earlier, and he's like, yeah, man, all, all of our parents, man, they, they look mean. But they're not. They're cool. No, they're nice people. But... Like he said, and I'm going to say it on the show, shout out to Sleepy. He said, that's the only face they got. And also, they're very protective. Absolutely. For everything they have, you know. They come to a country, they don't fucking know anything, and they buy a home, and they work their ass off. So when somebody, that they're not comfortable in the neighborhood and is moving in, or they see something sketchy, they, they, they might not give you a good look, you know. They might be like, who the fuck are you? But they're like, Fuck that's that just, puto. That's just, <laughs> that's just how they are, you know, and we have to respect it. But also, if you're new to the neighborhood or you're new to Portland and you see old school people, hey, man, greet them. Be nice, you know. Yeah, it doesn't take, it doesn't, like my mom says, it costs nothing to be nice. No te cuesta nada ser bueno, you know what I mean? Que te portes bien. No cuesta. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No cuesta. No, no, just be nice, you know, and if, and if, you know, we we're some really nice people, but absolutely. We but can <laughs> also we can also we have a very short fuse when it when it happens. But we're not trying to engage in that. We're not trying to talk about that. We're just out here trying to show you guys, hey man, anything's possible. We ain't the best fucking examples, but guess what? We're gonna make it. And what I mean by that is we're gonna make it to the next day and the next day, and hopefully, um, you know, we can keep this going for as long as we can. If you know, like I said, we appreciate all you guys' love, all your feedback, and um, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you guys go. My cool young history, check me out. But uh, I'm gonna let it go and uh, let Raul finish this up. All right, yo, this is Cruz the Bull, and I'm with my young cool history. Uh, this is the Mexican North Portland show. Uh, check us out, man. Uh, we don't really check feedback or whatever like that, but we appreciate you guys listening, and that's all love. It's always gonna be all love. Uh, Shout out to everybody in North Portland, and we're out of here.